A border dispute between Assam and Mizoram resulted in the deaths of five Assam police personnel and a civilian on 26 July. Even though both the states are ruled by the Bharatiya Janata Party and its NDA ally, the Mizo National Front, the dispute seems to have blown up with chief ministers of both states engaging in a Twitter spat, exchanging allegations, and even seeking Union Home Minister Amit Shah's intervention into the matter. But the border dispute has a much longer history beyond the recent incident. Border clashes between the two states have occurred before as well, in the years 1968, 1979, 1985, and most recently in 2018 as well, when nearly 50 persons were injured in actions taken by Assam police. But what exactly is the dispute about? What events led to the clashes on 26 July? And why are BGP allies in the region disputing so publicly? To discuss all this for today's episode, we spoke to editor of East Mojo, Karma Paljor, and senior journalist Rajiv Bhattacharya. Get tuned in to the Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you. And I'm your host, Emmat. To understand where the recent clashes stem from, we have to dial back the clock to 28th August 1875. A demarcation notification by the British carved out Mizoram or Lishe Hills as it was then known from the Kachar Plains in Assam. According to an Indian Express report, this demarcation was carried forward after speaking to the Mizo chiefs. This border was also a result of the Bengal Eastern Frontier Regulation or BEFR Act of 1873 and it also then became the base for the inner line permit which allows an Indian citizen into protected land for a short duration. Then in 1933 the British conducted demarcations again this time based on culture and tribal lines this led to new boundaries being set up and demarcating Lishe Hills Kachar Plains and the state of Manipur however this demarcation also led to the transfer of some areas of Lishe Hills into Manipur which the Mizo chiefs did not accept since they were not consulted this time around and this is where the dispute begins Mizoram rejected the 1933 border and Assam has backed it In 1972 when Mizoram became a UT it was based on the 1933 demarcation and then when it became a state in 1987 Mizoram appealed again stating that Assam has occupied the land the border dispute has since led to several violent clashes between the two states but in 2019 the two states agreed to maintain a status quo and establish the disputed area as a no man's land however that status quo was forgotten when in October 2020 clashes occurred again between the states leading to the blockade of National Highway 306 which acts as a lifeline to Mizoram senior journalist Karma Paljor breaks down the complexity of the dispute and why it has carried out till the present so we have to understand that northeast is a very complex region uh while the rest of india would like to paint the entire northeast with a singular brush it is not so simple because there are so many subtexts to the politics of northeast and it's very complex it is state against state it is one tribe against the other uh and mostly uh, it has also been about the outsider whoever comes to the northeast settles down does business does face uh, certain challenges because you know you're always looked at uh, uh with a different lens number one and this i say not just of people outside coming from the northeast but also within the northeast uh, you know people moving working within the northeast so it's a very complex region let us understand the mizos now uh 
Mizos are a very close-knit society. They're very united. They work well together. And this is a society which has seen conflict. Uh, perhaps one of the only people of India who were bombed by their own air force, uh, you know, during the armed insurgency that was there during the state. So the people uh, can spark, uh, you know, uh, there'll be a fire with the tiniest of sparks. And again, I go back to how close-knit and strong the Mizo community is. They back each other. And that show of strength has been highlighted in this particular conflict as well with Assam. And this is not new. Uh, we at East Mojo have been reporting this issue for a long time. And uh, uh, I think uh, there was a clash in July uh, 2020. Then there was another one. And it started simmering around October. Uh, Assam, in a way, wanted to once and for all establish their dominance in what they believed uh, to be their areas. So they sent a large police force. A large police force has been camping around the Mizoram border, along with the forest staff, because uh, most of the areas bordering uh, this region, which is uh, uh, around the conflict area. And, and, and the conflict has erupted in not just one region uh, where the fighting happened this time around, but on several other areas too. So they've been camping. They've been clearing out forests. Uh, some of the huts belonging to the Mizos uh, have been set on fire. So this conflict has been going on for, a, for, for some time. I think this has got a lot to do uh, with the fears, the insecurities that exist between the two people. Now, is there distrust among the people living in the borders? I don't think there was because both sides depend on each other. But then the problem is that the borders have not been demarcated. And I say this because the governments at the center, the past, the present, have failed to recognize the boundary issue as uh, one which is vital and this needs to be solved. Half-hearted efforts have been made. None of the governments at the center have even tried to solve this problem. Uh, this time around, we saw the Home Minister and again by uh, many uh, uh, thing, uh, many people believe that uh, this Home Minister, Amit Shah, is said to be one of the more powerful Home Ministers that our country has ever had. And just after he'd come, made the, all the chief ministers sit down and told them, look here, we need to solve the border issues. And then for this to flare up, it is surprising. So, so that raises a lot of questions. Uh, why? Uh, why uh, Assam being such a big state was not able? And, and, and we are not talking about clash between two civilian groups. We are talking about firing between uh, two of the most trained forces in India, the police force who've been trained to show restraint, who've been trained to dialogue. So what happened on 26 July? There are conflicting reports from each side. In an official statement, the Assam Home Minister stated that Mizoram began constructing a road that encroached the inner line reserve forest in the Lailapur area in Assam. The statement further reads that its neighbour state also set up a new armed camp on a hill next to where a CRPF camp is located. According to the statement, a team of Assam Police personnel, which included the Director General of Police, SPF Assam Police Kachar, and the Deputy Forest Officer, went to speak to Mizoram officials to maintain the status quo. But the Assam government says that at 11.30am on 26 July, a group of people from the Mizoram site started pelting stones. 
which then resulted in stone pelting from both the sides. Then, according to Hindustan Times report, around 4.20 p.m., three tear gas canisters fell on the Assam side, and a few minutes later, the sound of gunfire followed. Now, during all this chaos, Assam CM Himanta Biswa Sarma also started sharing videos of the altercations on Twitter, tagging both Amit Shah and the Prime Minister's office to intervene. However, according to the Mizoram government, the events unfolded differently. The Mizoram Home Ministry statement says that a team of 200 Assam police forced their way into a post manned by the CRPF and also overran a post manned by the Mizoram police. The statement reads, and I quote, Upon learning of the arson committed by Assam police, residents of Varangate town proceeded to the site to inquire and were assaulted by Assam police by lati charging them and firing tear gas, thereby causing injuries to several civilians. The statement further reads that the tear gas canisters and grenades were launched at Mizoram police, followed by firing from the Assam side. And these altercations led to the death of five Assam police personnel and one civilian. Now, it's important to note that the flare-up on 26 July was preceded by a meeting between Amit Shah and the chief ministers of all northeastern states on 24 July, where he stated that the centre is very keen to quote-unquote resolve the border disputes and make it a peaceful region. But, as we know, Assam is ruled by the BJP and Mizoram is ruled by NDA ally, the MNF, which begs the question, why has a squad spelled out in public and what is holding back a peace plan? According to senior journalist Rajiv Bhattacharya, the lack of forward planning is holding back governments to resolve the issue. Not only the border disputes, there are many serious issues in the northeast and in the rest of the country which have not been resolved. You need to see this. I, I would rather prefer uh, to see the 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 border the vet border dispute in the northeast very holistically in a very broader perspective. Mm-hmm. Now, for instance, more serious than the border is uh, dispute in the north is, is the issue of flood, erosion, and the issue of illegal immigration, illegal immigrants. Nothing has been resolved. Now, you can ask me why. The reason is that there is a culture of status quo. Nothing mm-hmm. moves in the country until and unless there is a crisis. In this country, there is no long-term plan in anything except winning elections, which I have been regularly, very frequently saying this. There is no long-term plan. And it is high time the Home Ministry gives up gives up this attitude. And it is high time the Home Ministry brings in better and brilliant bureaucrats who know the North is very well. Because the North is, as you know, there are eight states. No two states are similar. It is the most complex region in the country with over 200 languages. So in this country, nothing moves until there is a crisis. So there is a, as a result, there is a culture of status quo. Now that there is a crisis, I am sure the Home, home Ministry will start uh, looking for ways and means to resolve the crisis. So this is the main reason. There is no plan in anything. There is no long-term planning in anything. On the day of the clashes, Amit Shah reportedly spoke with the CMs of both the states to dial down the tensions. He also called the chief secretaries and the DG of police of both the states to Delhi to take stock of the ground realities of the border dispute. However, after the intervention of the Home Ministry, a day later on 27 July, Assam CM Sarma stated that his government will deploy 4,000 commandos along the 165-kilometer-long boundary with Mizoram and will also move the Supreme Court to ensure that, quote-unquote, not an inch of reserve forest is encroached upon. But Mizoram is not alone when it comes to boundary disputes with Assam. On the list are Nagaland, Arunachal Pradesh and Meghalaya. Coincidentally, Assam also had a small altercation with Meghalaya on 26 July as well. Now, border disputes are not uncommon in India. According to a parliamentary report, there are currently seven border disputes, including the four we mentioned, between the states and India. The other three disputes are between Haryana and Himachal Pradesh, Ladakh and Himachal Pradesh, and Maharashtra and Karnataka. But what role does the centre have to play in addressing these border issues? Or do states need to cooperate between themselves to reach a peaceful resolution? 
According to Karma Paljor, in the case of Assam and Mizoram, the only solution to the dispute lies with the center, which needs to bring the two states and all the concerned parties together. So the Assam government has said that they want to go to the apex court. But if it does go to the apex court, then you and I know that it is going to take a long time. The boundary dispute with Nagaland and Assam, uh, I think it was in the 1980s, saw a similar flare-up uh, where uh, 40, I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, uh, civilians were killed. Around 25,000 villager, villagers were displaced. Uh, so again, you know, even that boundary dispute till now uh, has not been solved uh, because we keep hearing and we keep seeing these videos of uh, escalation between the two forces. It's like, uh, sad to say, but a situation along the uh, India-Tibet uh, border, uh, you know, which has been taken over by the Chinese and you see aggression from the Chinese. And it's a very painfully similar picture which we do not and would not want to see. I think the only and the only solution, and I strongly say it, lies with the center. The center must come in. The center must make the states sit down, talk to each other, see reason. Uh, like I said, no half-hearted effort. Uh, if the boundaries are set on stone, if it, that is done, we need markers, proper markers to be put in place so that everyone knows that, okay, this is Assam, this is Mizoram, this is Assam, this is Nagaland, this is Assam, this is Arunachal. So everything is clear. And the government at the center can do it, can talk to all parties. In fact, uh, uh, one of the better messaging that came out after the all-out Twitter war and the war of words uh, is um, the uh, Assam chief minister saying that he is willing to listen to the center. Uh, that is one of the statements he said, he is willing to listen to the center, but the center is now to be really proactive and nip this issue on the bud uh, because, uh, and this comes at a time that we are seeing Northeast doing really well. We are finally seeing highways being built. We are finally uh, seeing uh, the government of India talking about Northeast and Northeast being uh, the next growth center of India, uh, foreign investors being interested doing well in horticulture. This is the time for Northeast to grow. This is the time for Northeast to shine. And this is not the time for Northeast to get into another uh, conflict. As of now, tensions at the border between Assam and Mizoram continue. Follow the Quinn for more updates on the story. If you like listening to this episode, please subscribe to The Big Story for episodic updates. We're available on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, GeoSavan, and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quint website and for any feedback, please shoot an email to podcast at thequint.com. Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quint's website and check out our other podcasts. 